0: Hey Goddess, welcome back to Aryan Writes and the Goddess Experience 3.0, your weekly reward for dealing with the weight of the universe. Last week, we had a talk about knowing your self-worth as well as how to awaken your own self-worth if you're dealing with some blockages surrounding your value. Today we're keeping in line with the St. Patty's Day Know Your Worth Fight Against Depression theme and talking about how to protect your valuable treasures now that you've rediscovered them. If you like what we've been doing this year, please join the Goddess Crowd Facebook group so you can surround yourself with like-minded women who believe in the divine goddess within. And please remember to subscribe to this podcast so you can keep up with our weekly chats, share this show with all the goddesses in your life to help spread love and light, and leave a review so that other goddesses can find this uniquely uplifting experience. Before we begin, I want to mention that listener support is activated, so you can pledge this show for as little as 99 cents a month, helping me create higher quality episodes for you because you deserve it. Also, check out this episode's question. Your answers remain private unless you request me to pin them. A little over a decade ago, a young woman by the name of Onika Tanya Mirage was making her professional debut as Nicki Minaj. Onika was first and foremost an independent artist from the underground scene. She was booking her own shows and promoting herself on a grand level well before signing with a record label. Right around the time of debuting her first studio album, Friday, Onika was also filming a documentary. And in that piece, she goes off about how she was, has a reputation for being a bitch because she walked out of a photo shoot, which had a shoestring wardrobe budget and some pickle slices for the food. In her iconic monologue, She states that if a man takes control of his business, he's a boss, but if a woman does it, she's a bitch. She also lays it out plain as day that if she would have let them set the bar so low, she would be stuck drinking the pickle juice for the rest of her career. Let that sink in for a moment. Onika was just building her empire. She was already a queen, but the world didn't know that yet, and she walked into a photo shoot to find that she could afford a better wardrobe than what they had supplied, and that their sustenance offering was less than inadequate. So she left, like a queen should. And this moment was vital in her achieving her large-scale success because she knew she was worthy of more than what was being offered and refused to let anyone tell her otherwise. Regardless of how people interpreted the move at the time, she knew what she was doing. Sure, they called her a bitch, but she owned it, famously saying, then that's what I'm going to be. And no one will ever think of offering Onika Tanya Mirage Petty a craft table of pickle juice ever again because she set that boundary when it mattered the most in that very moment. It is nearly impossible to backtrack and set up boundaries where there were none before. It's entirely a losing battle. If there's a piece of land that was public for years and one day someone came and threw fences up around it it would only stop some of the people who still wanted access to it some of the time sure It might seem great at first, but eventually someone would sneak in under the cover of darkness and then they would keep coming back and then they'd tell their friends and then the next thing you know, the fence has all these gaps and loose edges and low points where people can get in and it just doesn't matter anymore. Sure, you could go repair the fence, but it's just going to happen again and again and again. You are that land. And your land is sacred. So you must protect it from day one. Your land is not public. It should be a fortress that only those who know the ever-changing secret passcode can enter. When you guard your worth and value, others will see it magnified ten-thousand-fold. Obviously, it's a fine line. You have to prove yourself as well. You have to deal with those crappy donut, do- donut jobs, but... Another fantastic example of this, in a far more relatable way, happened when I graduated high school nearly 10 years ago. I had graduated and desperately wanted a job. I applied to what felt like a gajillion places, and when I finally got an interview, I put up with a lot of bullshit just to get a shitty entry-level job somewhere with an incredibly high turnover rate, so they literally hired everyone. My manager was about an hour or so late to my interview, but I stayed because I was 18 and I thought it was a test. During my interview, I said I could work any shift they needed and that it really didn't matter because I was flexible and down for anything. I set zero boundaries because I was afraid of being overlooked and couldn't see any opportunity other than this one. I got the job, got trained, and was immediately thrown into one of the most turbulent work schedules of my entire life. I won't go into detail because that's not why we're here, but my schedule was essentially different every single week. Working different days, working different shifts, fluctuating between day shifts and night shifts, and it didn't change until my hiring manager transferred and was replaced. I have to admit, I needed to drink that pickle juice. I ended up being at that job for two years and learned a lot about setting boundaries as well as what honor, integrity, and respect mean to me. I'm really proud of and grateful for that experience, and I'm sure that Nikki's first job out of high school was wildly similar regardless of what she was doing. Because it doesn't matter what aspect of your life you want to apply this to— You will be offered pickle juice everywhere, and it's up to you to decide how and to what level you want to combat it each and every time that it happens. In her interviews, Onika shuts down any drama, probing, or tea spilling that her hosts may want to invoke. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I didn't even know you could do this in an interview. Dramatic questions about beef or personal questions about herself that really don't matter are met with an I'm here to talk about my album. She knows how easily someone can twist her words and how messy things can get if you're not guarded and moving with integrity, so she protects herself at all times. Worlds apart in a different universe, I had a stage in my life where people loved me and hated Pumpkin because of their limited knowledge and skewed perspectives on my life. And Pumpkin is part of the reason why I'm high vibe enough to be able to sit down and talk to you every single week, so that's something that I just don't play with at all. And there was this girl, well a woman actually, who was about 10 years older than I was, and still would be. Same body type, scrappy, but she was a non-believer in long-term relationships. And one day we were talking and she said, Don't worry, one day you'll split up and then we can party. (coughs) (laughs) My relationship has never prevented me from any social endeavors. I just think that my creative projects and well-rounded home life are far more important than going out and partying. I've gone through the going out and partying stage of my life already not to mention the fact that i attribute my being alive to meeting pumpkin so it's just a super offensive thought overall we'd also been together for over six years at this point and it it wasn't anything i saw still is not anything i saw as a temporary situation Um, Even though we've never signed paperwork, I consider Pumpkin to be my husband. He's my life partner. He's not going anywhere. So I set my boundaries. (laughs) I told her off and anyone else around me at the time who were being weird about that. And my life is so much better for it. This exercise of purging bad vibes is entirely necessary so as not to get bogged down into the pits of darkness that consume so many. Now I must throw in a massive disclaimer and define something real quick. My abusive ex forbade me from hanging out with people and making any friends. That is isolating and manipulative and not okay in any way, shape, or form pumpkin doesn't give a fuck as long as we're doing things for our highest and greatest good and harming none, and the only thing quote-unquote preventing me from hanging out with these people is that I didn't want to. So go forth as a goddess and use your best discernment. Do things for your highest and greatest good and harming none, and you'll be able to choose wisely. So when was the first time you decided not to drink the pickle juice, goddess? Look for the question section on Spotify and let me know. Your answer will remain private unless you request me to pin it. As a woman, you may spend your whole life being offered pickle juice, being condescended, and talked down to, and treated like a child. There is a very sickening aspect of our culture which belittles and undermines the intelligence and strength of women. We are the gatekeepers to all life on earth, so it's easy to be intimidated by us and try to brainwash us into believing that we are only worth a $15 wardrobe in a jar of pickle juice. Well, let me tell you something. Your self-worth is crucial to you rising above this bullshit paradigm and setting a new standard. Your self-worth demands that you be offered the finest silks, furs, and linens, and a widespread of organic, well-grown, nourishing foods with artesian cheeses and oven-fired sourdough breads. You are a queen. Queens do not drink the pickle juice and if you are a pickle juice drinking queen it is out of artesian barrels of handcrafted pickles naturally fermented which you have barrels and barrels and barrels of and cost a fortune not average pickles queen pickles you are worth so much more so don't drink the dollar store pickle juice goddess please do not drink the pickle juice You deserve to guard your worth with all of your might. You are a divine goddess. You are a radiant sun ray. You are an enchanting moonbeam. You pull the tides. You are worthy. It really doesn't matter what aspect of your life you decide to apply this to because it applies to all aspects of your life. Career, relationships, love, they all deserve the same foundation of knowing and believing in your self-worth. And when you radiate your self-worth, those around you shall see you for the precious gem that you are. But it doesn't stop there because there is a darkness that balances out the light. Some will try to steal your gems, or worse, trick you into handing them over and some will see your gem and wish to protect it as much as you would like to. It's entirely up to you to discern the intentions of those whom you encounter. Because typically, the shinier your gem, the more that you know how much your gem is worth, the more people around you will want to steal it from you. So keep it safe the other part of this is the more you protect your gem, the less often you will have to do it because the universe will see that you're serious about protecting your gem and you will find those icky encounters less often in your life when you start practicing protecting your self-worth and not drinking the pickle juice. What I've found is that your self-worth is as vital to your existence as the air you breathe, the water you drink, and the food you eat. Our society doesn't talk about it enough. Actually, our modern society has been designed to make you forget your self-worth. This subliminal pickle juice is a huge problem. Thankfully, if you are aware of it, it becomes easier and easier to combat it. In fact, the only solution to the the subliminal pickle juice being offered millions of times a day is awakening your self-worth, acknowledging it and harnessing it. You are capable of anything you put your mind to. You are capable of creating the reality you desire You deserve to live the life you've always dreamed of. You deserve to make your inner child soar with happiness for your greatest and highest good and harming none, always. And that's why we're going to be talking about and awakening your self-worth all month long. Because you deserve it. And I love you, goddess. Goddess, I think we should meet up again next week, and the week after that, and the week after that. Trust me, we are here for our greatest and highest good, and harming none after all. I hope to see you in the Goddess Crowd Facebook group, where women have banded together to lift each other up on a regular basis. Please remember to leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, and share it with all the other goddesses in your life. You can leave a tip if you feel so inclined, or you can save up your tip monies and visit the bookshop, which I will link in the description of this show, and where you will find a wide array of fiction books specially crafted to help you find the light at the end of your tunnel. We will reconvene next week for our monthly affirmations. This month, as you know, we're awakening our self-worth, so you don't want to miss this one. Until next time, goddess, may peace, love, light, and happiness always be with you, because you deserve it. Hey, goddess. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Ariane Writes and the Goddess Experience. I just wanted to take the moment to show my appreciation by inviting you to go to the first link in the description box of this podcast and join the forum where you can join in discussion about this episode and all the other episodes. Previous and to come with the other goddesses who listen to this podcast with you. Thank you again so much for being here. I cannot wait to see you in the forum.